Hello, hello, mga kometa, mga kahidarya, nalibad bang platforms tayo, ka-YouTubers, ka-Spacers, yan. Thank you very much, thank you for joining us. Soon siguro mga ka-thread, mga ka-thread din, kamo sa mga ka-thread dyan, ayan. 100 million na po yung nag-sign up sa threads. Ito po yung katapat ng Twitter, sorry Elon Musk. So mukhang Zuckerberg, si Zucky is on a roll. So... Ano, observe pa natin ang mangyari dyan sa threads. So, I'm not as active on threads. Uh, so far, I'm still sticking to dun sa mga uh, standard uh, ating mga platforms. No? YouTube, Meta, and Spacer. Siguro later, check pa natin kung uh, TikTok and threads and other things. May nakakailan ang dami ng platforms. Maybe sometimes it's better to focus on what you got and make the most out of what you got. Which is, of course, a topic that is very relevant for us today as we discuss itong trending ngayon over Twitter. Dito ko naman love ang Twitter. I mean, Twitter is really great crowdsourcing. Hopefully, soon crowdfunding also platform. So, leave the Philippines. Yan na po ang latest take, no? Variation on the theme, no? Ito yung latest, uh, you can also say, latest uh, sarcastic critique, no? Doon sa Love the Philippines campaign, some would say fiasco, or some would say at least something that Secretary Frasco is working on. Now, let's talk about this because this is something actually quite serious, something quite important. Dapat maintindihan natin ano yung ugat ng itong phenomenon kung saan yung ating mga kababayan. No? Every time we have frustrations about our own country, it looks like leave the Philippines is almost, you know, instinctive. Yun ang magiging, ay, alis na sa bansa. Where is this coming from? No, Is this because of supposed lack of love for the country or lack of patriotism? No, I doubt that. I think Filipinos, if you talk to Filipinos all around the world, A lot of them want to go home. A lot of them want the Philippines to succeed. A lot of them feel tremendous amount of patriotic pride whenever any of our kababayan does well. No, whether it's Manny Pacquiao, whether it's um, I don't know Pia Wurtzbach, whether it's Lea Salonga, and ho- so hopefully you know we have you know also intellectual global stars you know, from the Philippines. So I don't think it's a lack of patriotism. Definitely not lack of passion for the country. So there is there's a politics behind this. There is a history behind it na dapat pag-usapan natin, no? So, I'm sure that Leave the Philippines has its own take on this. Now, this is also related uh, or i-relate natin ito doon sa uh, may sinabing uh, late lang ang ating pangulo, no? Si Pangulong Ferdinand Marcos Jr. he just said recently something about how the Philippines is the supposed victim of its own success. Ayun sa kanya, uh, ito, ito, ito. Ayun sa kanya Ayan, pag nag-abroad daw siya, parating na sinasabi, oh, we, we love to have Filipino nurses because, you know, or Filipino professionals because they're world class. So, ito yung sinabi ni, ano ah, ni President Marcos Jr. Sabi niya, unfortunately, in terms of healthcare workers, we have become victims of our own success in that the Filipina did really well during the pandemic. And so, every leader I meet, Uh, they want to have more Filipinos, you know, in, 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 to, to work in their medical technology as, as a sector, as doctors, as nurses. So we're having a shortage here, no? And sabi niya, habang may shortage dito sa Pilipinas, mukhang marami pang gustong, ano, uh, you know, maghakot, no? Or provide uh, incentives for our healthcare workers to go abroad. I mean, I know that the president had perhaps had a good intention. He was just saying that, you know, we, we have, uh, as much as we appreciate the appreciation of folks from around the world, we have to deal with our own problem first. I understand that. I appreciate that. But, a couple of issues I have to raise here, no? Unang-una, no? Unang-una, 
how can you say success when most of our so when millions of our ating kababayan have to leave their country, their loved ones, you know, their their communities, their 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 the whole life worlds that they build here in the Philippines just for them to have a kind of a salary that it's beyond starvation salary. I mean, I'm not I'm talking about even professionals Filipinos, no? People who, you know, even, you know, are doctors or, 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 or you know, are, are professors or are engineers, etc. Marami sa kanila Because they just feel that compared to what they deserve, no? To compared to what they work hard for, the kind of wages available is, is unreasonable. And more than that, given that the fact that more than a third of your income goes to taxes, marami dyan ay nag-iisip, uh, napupunta ba sa tama itong mga... Binabayaran nilang buwis. Not to mention, of course, a lot of frustration about our state of politics, our state of economic inequality, among other things. So I'm not really sure you can say, you can use the word success when, when we're talking about the reality na marami sa ating mga kababayan na out of not really, you know, I mean, most cases, let's be honest, they would rather stay in the Philippines. So it's, it's really about the push factors as much as it's about the pull factors. You know, pull meaning what can they be offered abroad but there's also the push factor what's what they're not being offered back at home you know i mean siguro yung mga nurses for instance sa pilipinas mga we can i mean we saw numbers like in some private sectors ang bayad sa kanila like minimum wage level 12,000 15,000 12 20,000 a month no i mean the folks in call center earn way better than that even when i was a student no 20,000 plus ang kinikita ng mga call center agents no uh when you mga estudyante pa kami kasi may mga uh, may mga peers kami at mga colleagues kami na nag, uh, nagka-call center sa gabi para ma-afford nila yung college education nila no? at makapag-save, etc. So, the push factor is big. Now, which me, brings me to the second issue. Um, and this is where we have to talk about the OFW phenomenon. Sa, kailan talaga nagsimula ito? Now, obviously, us Filipinos, as in many other countries, yes, having waves of migration out of our country is normal in the same way that there were w- waves of uh, migration inwards you know, whether it was um, refugees from Vietnam refugees from from the Jewish refugees from Second World War whether it's now refugees from Afghanistan etc uh, or it's you know Arabs and, and, and Malays back in the day it's, it's the Espanyols back in the day it's our Chino Sangli uh, brothers and sisters back in the day yeah but let's be honest about it if you look at the numbers, what we understand today as the OFW phenomenon, overseas workers, Filipinos, it actually started during Marcos Sr., another Ferdinand Marcos, right? So this idea of many Filipinos, this phenomenon of many Filipinos getting out of the country because they just feel they're not getting what allows them, what would allow them to sustain a dignified life, what they really deserve based on their skills, their merit, their hard work, you know? Tignan mo naman, ang napakamahalang buhay sa Manila. Third most expensive capital city in Southeast Asia. It's insane. Super mahal. Crazy. We're just behind, I think, Singapore and what? Bangkok? So, you know, our per capita income is like one half, less than one half of that of, of Malaysia. And yet, mas mahalang buhay sa Manila kaysa Kuala Lumpur. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It's ridiculous. Right? Extremely expensive uh, dito sa Pilipinas. No? Um, so we know there are reasons for that. The reasons for that is lack of regulation, mistaken privatization, oligarchs controlling the commanding heights of the economy, and then meron ko bang starvation wages, very low minimum wage, or even if the minimum wage in the Philippines is higher, the median income is way lower than uh, at least half of ASEAN, 
right? So these are the push factors, no? But the question is, when did it start? When did it start? And, and if you look at it, it really started during the Ferdinand Marcos senior period. Uh, this is where the idea that the Marcos era was a golden era looks like a joke, because it is a joke. Because if you look at it, if things were so fine and dandy, we're going abroad and working in very difficult conditions, very, very difficult conditions. Now, you don't want to believe me. Let's look at, you know, the, the academic articles, academic works. I mean, you can Google it on yourself. Or why not? Let's look at the technocrat, one of the top technocrats of Ferdinand Marcos Sr. himself, right? Gerardo Sikat, right? Gerard Sikat. So, these are Marcos era technocrats, right? They themselves, if you read their articles, they'll explain to you that this OFW phenomenon really started, guess what? During the Marcos senior period. So, ito. Now, obviously, I'm not sure of how a former Marcos technocrat will be completely objective in explaining things, but at least there's a recognition of basic facts, no? So, I and Kai Gerard, Gerardo Sikat, Professor Sikat, one of the top economists of the Marcos Senior era, the origin of OFW tracking. Sometime in the mid-1970s, former Secretary of Labor Blas Ople was appraised of the crisis in the supply of seamen in the world's shipping industry. He proposed that the government undertake a more serious approach towards establishing a supply of marines by training them in the country. Now, the next thing you know, simultaneously, there was also an explosion in the construction industry in the Middle East. No, so there was a sudden enrichment of many energy exporting countries. But have you noticed, we don't see a mass exodus, right? We don't see a mass exodus of, I don't know, Thai, Vietnamese, or I don't know, some other Southeast Asian countries in the Middle East. You, you see huge numbers of Filipinos, eventually up to 10 million Filipinos getting out of the country from the mid-1970s onwards. So if the economy was really fantastic during the time, I don't know how does this make sense. So these are the things that we have to keep in mind. Now, this is interesting, no? All right, gross national income, no? So you can also see, this is a very interesting graph that Gerardo Sicat is posting, the difference between the gross national income and gross domestic product, because the gross domestic product literally talks about what the value of goods and services produced in the country. When you talk about gross national income, dito papasok na yung mga remittances natin, yung mga earnings natin abroad, etc. So let's be honest, this is the thing, no? So I, I, I saw a while ago, I saw a while ago na... May mga na comments. Well, dapat masaya tayo, no? we have all of these Filipinos who are abroad, internationally, getting the best practices, get, getting the best training, etc. Okay, yeah, I completely agree with that. And I'm very happy for a lot of our Kababayan who have gone abroad, who have built lives, have been successful, have made us proud. Now, the question still is this. Um, what are we doing to retain those who are still here, the best and brightest, right? What are we doing here in terms of making sure you must successful in the Philippines abroad? They will invest more back in the Philippines, right? What are we doing here to make sure that you professionals here, they're properly compensated, they're properly taken care of, they're properly incentivized so they, they can give their best and they can be their best while also in the Philippines. And this is the thing. Para sa akin, guys, uh, speaking of leave the Philippines, this is really where things are frustrating for me because the, there, there's two dimensions to it, right? On one hand, the whole leave the Philippines uh, phenomenon, which really is the OFW phenomenon since the 1970s. The thing is this. So on one hand, a pernicious impact is that yung ating mga politiko, 
yung mga trapo, no? Na kurahot, palpak, sometimes combination of both, or worse, right? Tatay style. Yan mga yan, wala silang incentive na mag-level up dahil alam naman nila, nag, no matter how palpak yung kanilang governance sa Pilipinas, no matter how forthward the level of governance, mar- may ma- marami dyan sa ating mga kabayan, they'll, they'll pursue options of moving to so-called second world or first world, right? Developed countries or more wealthy emerging market economies, right? Whether it's Malaysia or Hong Kong, emerging markets are more wealthy or it's developed countries, whether it's Japan, United States, or Europe. So, one of the problems I have here is this. If you look at it, uh, pag pinag-aralan mo yung success stories ng South Korea or ng Taiwan, a lot of these rapidly industrializing countries in the late 20th century, yung mga gobyerno nila na-realize nila, ito yung mga elite nila, na kung hindi tayo umayos, no, hindi natin ma-level up yung ating performance, magkaka-revolution. Magkakagulo tayo. At more than that, meron tayong external threat, whether North Korea versus South Korea, mainland China versus Taiwan, so on and so forth. So there was an incentive on their elite to make big sacrifices, quote-unquote, meaning push for land reform, even if it hurt the interests of the landed elite, to push for aggressive industrial policy, even if it meant financial repression, so many other policies. So napilitan yung political elite to make big structural reforms. Land reform was just one of those. In order to make sure na hindi makakagulo domestically and for the country to move up, like level up. The problem is, dito sa Pilipinas, it looks like... <laughs> Yung mga trapo dito, sabihin nila, oh, mag-abroad naman naman sila eh. Diba? And then, tawagin natin sila na bayani, then, you know, we're gonna be fine. And then, we slate naman, magtatay style tayong populism, and you never know, you're gonna have even twice more fans. So, this is this is one of the problems I see with our over-reliance on export of, of, you know, essentially our human capital, right? One problem is that it has created a lazy, incompetent political class that does not have an incentive to push the envelope to make itself more competent, to make itself more world-class, to push for structural reform. That's one problem. And then we go to the more, uh, uh, even more concerning ones. The second one is, of course, yung social impact ng OFW phenomenon. Especially when you have, you know, the mother living, working abroad, and then what's the impact on the family structure. There's a lot of studies, sociological studies, about the impact of this on our society. So it's not just about dun sa pera. Naalala niyo yung movie ni... Vilma Santos ba yan? Yung movie na OFW siya. ba? Yung pagbalik niya para hindi siya makakonek sa mga anak niya. Yung mga like, that was really... Ito ba yan? Ang... Ano yung movie na yan ulit? Yun nga, ang ganda ng movie na yan eh. Like, I really appreciate that because I was very, very, ano, uh, very sociologically uh, sensible. It's a book that shows us like as much as we're happy about the remittances coming in, etc., you have to look at the social cost of this. Anak bayan, yun ba yung title na yan? Yung ba yung movie na anak? Hindi, anong, anong movie ulit yan? Abasa yung si Vilma Santos na FW siya, tas babalik siya, and then she feels estranged from her family, etc. Really sad, really sad. Alam natin hindi ito nasa pelikula lang. Alam natin na unfortunately, you know, this, this, this is a reality for a lot of our kababayan. So, yung so called feminization of the OFW phenomenon, labor expert policy. It's it's a big thing. And then, not to mention, okay, ako nagtrabaho ko dati sa, sa Congreso, sa Philippine government, and uh, in one or another, I oversaw some of the cases we had OFWs. And isa sa mga pinaka nakakalungkot dyan, yung mga abuso 
no na naabot ng ating mga kababayan especially alam niyo sa mga anong bansa yan diba you know horrible abuse cases horrible abuse cases no if you don't believe me go and talk to folks there working in the embassies in you know which countries right so i, I don't want to you know name names but alam niyo na just go on google and type OFW abuse case etc alam niyo na or domestic worker domestic helper and then think about all sorts of different abuses it's a very sad story so that's that's one and the other thing for me is this diba nung nanalo si Bongbong Marcos last year i remember very well and dami nagsabi na aalis na sila magma-migrate na sila etc and of course yung mga iba na may kaya uh, yung iba na may roots na abroad let's say my golden you know golden residency visa whatever sa Spain or or Portugal dahil naka million dollar investment sila doon or may may mga ethnic roots sila doon or yung mga iba dyan, uh, they could afford to move to New Zealand or Australia or they have the kind of professional uh, they could meet the professional and financial threshold to migrate to Canada well good for you guys fantastic good for you guys but i hope you the, uh, folks also realize that there are many sa ating mga kabayan, don't they do not have do not have the privilege of moving to those beautiful first world countries right not to mention there are some of us who may have that privilege but we'd rather not we'd rather stick around and do our thing so this is also I, I find I mean again I'm all for our right to choose where to be where to go I have nothing against you if you want to go abroad because you get <clears throat> my what I'm, I'm where I come from what I'm coming from is this <clears throat> yung idea na parang <clears throat> every time things get tough in our country <clears throat> sorry na Every time things get tough in our country or we get frustrated in politics, instead of doubling down on our commitment for economic reform, for democratic reform, instead of going protesting on the streets, instead of investing in our country politically, psychologically, emotionally, financially, career-wise, para at the back of your head is, alis na lang ako ng bansa. Alis na lang. Again, I am all for us going abroad if this is really your option. <coughs> what... What I'm worried about is this tendency for us to to find the leave the Philippines as a kind of an escapist, uh, you know, route, off ramp, no, in order to avoid investing our energy, our lives, and our youth, our resources, our talents in really making the Philippines a better country. Because we can, because we can. And and what I'm explaining to you, mga spacers, kay metas, kay YouTubers, kay is this because because. Hindi lang naman tayong bansa na nagkaroon ng phenomena na umaalis ang bansa yung mga kababayan natin to work abroad. But you see in a lot of other countries, there's a return eh. So a lot of Chinese went to America and studied in the United States. But a lot of them are, went back and now are working in Tencent and working in the top companies that are producing world-class, you know, uh, softwares that, you know, are, are rivaling those of the West, right? Uh, a lot of engineers, scientists trained in the U.S., uh, Chinese, physicists, they're back and now they're making China one of the most powerful countries out there, challenging the West and even superseding the West on many fronts. We also see many Koreans, for instance, throughout the years who study in the West are coming back to the country, building strong institutions. And more and more interestingly, I'm seeing that in Turkey, I'm seeing that in, in Thailand, I'm seeing that in Vietnam, to a certain degree, I'm seeing that also in Indonesia, in Vietnam. So I can go on and on with examples of many countries na katulad natin, na dati hindi ganun kay mayaman, na marami sa kanila mga kababayan ay lumabas, nag-abroad, nag-aaral sa ibang countries, pero bumabalik na sila. Bumabalik na sila at tinutulungan nila yung susunod na henerasyon para gumawa ng mga successful na startup companies. They're bringing back knowledge, talent to their country. So 
and and I think that's really where things get frustrating because it, it, it's not only us parang saying oh kung frustrating na abroad na ho it's also about the great Filipinos who are already abroad a lot of them having second thoughts of coming back or bringing back their resources etc because they're not sure about level of governance in the Philippines. Ang hirap magbukas ng negosyo sa Pilipinas. Ang laki ng problema sa corruption. Ang laki ng problema sa infrastructure. Ang daming sources of frustration and infra- you know. So so nagiging cycle na lang siya. So that's why we have this very surreal situation whereby we Filipinos are known as the, one of the best out there in the world, right? Whichever industry, whether it's in the entertainment industry, it's a managerial industry, uh, you go to the Middle East, you go to Europe, you see Filipinos, you know, in church. I mean, I feel super at home and I, I, you know, I'd rather be in, let's say, in a hotel which is run by Filipinos, to be honest, because I know they're world class. I know I can trust them to do things in the best way possible. And as Bombo Marcos said a while ago, kung sino makakausap niya mga foreign leaders, nagmamakawas na please allow your nurse, nurses to come to our country because they're the best. But yun nga eh. When is it going to be the time whereby we can give what great people in the Philippines deserve, those who are already in the Philippines. And what can we provide in terms of incentives for the great Philippines who are abroad to come back to the Philippines, right? And at the same time, kailan tayo magkakaroon ng isang honest assessment ng what has been the cost, true cost, of decades after decades, starting in the mid-1970s, no, of this phenomenon whereby more and more of our arte mga kababayan have to leave the country because conditions are just too desperate look at the culture of dependency it creates look at the culture of laziness and complacency it creates for politicians for politicians because politicians are saying why why should we create inclusive development we're just going to rely on remittances right i mean the philippines is i think the only country or among very few countries that up to 10 percent of its gdp was out from remittances alone I don't even think I don't think India is the same level. Maybe Nepal, but I don't think India or even Bangladesh are at that level. So it's a very remittance-dependent country, and that also explains the difference between GNI and GDP in the Philippines, gross national income versus gross domestic product, among other things. It's precisely because of this huge reliance on the sacrifices and difficulties for our kababayan who have to work abroad, contribute to nation-building United Arab Emirates in Hong Kong, in Malaysia, in the United States. But yun nga eh kailan naman dito sa Pilipinas or kailan natin mabalik yung mga itong mga kababayan natin na lumabas ng bansa dito sa Pilipinas. You know, I, mean, I saw one interesting study that said that in Silicon Valley, Filipinos or people of Filipino origin are among top five in the Silicon Valley industry, right? And then I have a number of friends in Stanford and Wall Street, etc. <clears throat> or Pinoy's. And I hope one day they'll come back. I hope one day they'll see the reason to really come back big time, not just to Bisita, bisita lang. No, I mean, come back and make startups, make big companies here. Those are the things we want to see. So, I want to end on this note. No, again, loving the Philippines is not necessarily sticking around at any cost. But if for some reason certain folks decided to leave the Philippines, I hope they come back. And I hope we create the best conditions for them to come back. And at the same time, those who are here, whatever frustrations you have, you're not alone. I can tell you about that. And dami natin frustrations. Wag natin kalimutan. Marami sa ating mga kabayan do not have the privileges that you and I may have in terms of moving abroad, etc. So who's going to take care of them? The trapos? No, the trapos are not going to take care of them. So who's going to take care of them? So some of us have to stick around, have to mobilize, have to invest morally, financially, psychologically, and more. Because otherwise, this country is not going to get out of the cycle. 
1970s pa lang nagsimula na tayo dito sa phenomenon ng OFW phenomenon. Our OFWs have been great heroes. They've contributed hugely to our economy. Our economy still has not upgraded big time. Our politicians are still the same trapo style as they were back in the day. This has to change. This has to change. So it's not about leaving the Philippines per se. It's about loving the Philippines in ways that make people, whether you have left the Philippines or if you have stayed in the Philippines, for you to invest you know, in our country and invest in people who do not have the privilege of moving out of the country and getting the kind of better jobs and better life and better conditions that some of us can hope for or look forward to uh, once we're out of the borders of islands <laughs> Alright, on that note, thank you very much. I, I appreciate uh, folks for not making violent reactions. Again, akita niyo naman what's my style, eh, di ba? Pag nag-usap tayo dito, hindi tayo, ano, hindi tayo partisan lang. Huwag lang tayo dito na nag-attack lang sa isang tao. But let's put things in a perspective. Now, speaking of not being partisan, hindi ko rin kasalaan ko. Ang katotohanan dito is may mga ibang dynasty dyan na talaga yung malaking contribution sa mga problema na meron tayo. And as I said, you know, just go and read these articles, etc. Including technocrats of former dictator, right? To understand the roots of issues, right? So, yun. So, yun. Parati ko sinasabi sa sarili ko. Yes, good for you, good for you, good for you, maybe good for us, we can go abroad, whatever. But isipin mo yung mga ating mga ibang kababayan na who cannot afford to go abroad. Or if they go abroad, they're not sure they're gonna get the kind of stable or, or safe working conditions that they deserve. And imagine, dami sa mga ating mga kababayan what, to endure horrible conditions in, you know which countries, right? Uh, throughout decade after decade and decade. Ilang beses na nagkaroon tayong problema, for instance, let's, let's name it, with Kuwait, right? Because of the horrible conditions there for for our domestic for domestic workers etc so whew, this is it this is it love the philippines i want to talk actually about the yung leave of absence issue etc pero sabi ko mamaya natin pag-usapan mga love the philippines and pag-usapan muna natin leave the philippines so that we better understand and appreciate love the philippines on that note if there are no questions thank you very much again to salat ng mga ating mga kameta kahidarians for so kindly making comments there we appreciate it maraming salamat to our, to our friends there on youtube muchas gracias thank you also to our cast baser here i don't see any comments so far i don't know why galit ba kay sa akin hindi naman mukhang natutuwa sila and thank you also dun sa mga kameta natin ano ba yung mga comments thank you very much kai yeah, I mean, diba? You get what I'm saying? Always think about yung mga ibang kababayan natin who do not have the privileges that you have. They don't have the, your option of moving out of the country and finding a better job, better paying job in Singapore or New York, whatever. Think about those Filipinos. Think about those guys. We owe something to them. We have to help those people because they're not going to be helped by the trappers. That's what I always say. They're not going to be helped by the oligarchs. So we're going to choose them out, give them starvation wages, renew their contract before every six months so that they don't get all of the benefits and tenure, secure tenure. Kawawa sila. Kawawa sila. So we have to be here and help them. Alright? At dun sa mga kababayan natin, we're already abroad and are helping people like us or helping their, their folks back home. God bless you. And I hope one day you'll be also convinced to come back home and, and invest more in our country and push our country in the right direction. Alright? On that note, thank you very much and God bless. God bless the Philippines. <laughs>